Hello, what's up? This is another movie podcast. I'm David. We got Hunter. We got Beard. We got Chad. And we got Colin here. We've all just been watching the movie Akira, filmed in 1988. And just by filmed, I mean animated, because it's an anime. And uh, so let's just go around and give our first impressions. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Colin. Put you on the spot. I feel like I'm in high school again. <laughs> I haven't fully done my homework like in high school. Um, I watched Akira, I think a couple months ago, um, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, this week, I was uh, super busy with work, so I just kind of watched it on double speed. Um, but I. <laughs> But I've seen it before. I think it's a great movie. Um, I like anime. I'm more uh, inclined towards like Studio Ghibli. Um, I think you guys talked about Grey with the Fireflies. Um, didn't you do that yeah. last week or previously? Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. We'll discuss um, that. And I think that movie's similar. You know, kind of like um, obviously it's an anime set in Tokyo and people impacting after like a really horrific impact like in the beginning of this movie where there's a nuclear bomb that goes off i think mm-hmm. um and then people trying to like deal with it and then where the firefly was like more of immediate like people like dealing with stuff like that and that one and akira is like you fast forward whatever the amount of time was i think it was like 100 years or something um was it 300 years 33 33 years <laughs> um <laughs> And then like, creating something out of that. And then, I don't know. I really, stylistically, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was, I don't know. Did this come out before or after Blade Runner? This is before. I, this, no, this was after. Blade Runner? Yeah, wait, I, oh, I believe Blade Runner was 82. Yeah, 1982. So this oh, was like six years after. Oh, that changes my view then. Interesting. So I thought it was really, I, especially like the beginning uh, fight scene on the motorcycles, that was one of my favorite parts. I think it's, like obviously the fight scenes with Kanada uh, at the end is crazy, but um, I, I love like the initial, just how like gritty everything is. So, like the, there's, I think there's a scene of them in like in a bar or something, and then the street gangs happen, and then they're driving through the streets with all the different neon lights and like the bombs going off. And I, I just, I like that a lot because it's, um, especially compared to like Studio Ghibli, which is very wholesome. Um, and there are points of like, you know, things getting violent, but um, I thought it was just so stylized and visceral. So that's what I really enjoyed about it. Cool, cool. All right, Chad, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think, unlike Colin, I'm not, this is not very much something in my range of what I would typically watch. I don't watch a ton of anime films. So this was a little bit out there for me, but. Um, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was a beautifully done movie. Um, some really interesting elements. I thought the the story itself was captivating and difficult for me to follow, but um, it was something that yeah I never felt lost in. Um, you know, you you can see where it's going and kind of follow along. There's a lot of deeper elements kind of embedded into the story, and they they tell. Um, they try to capture some difficult things and I think they do it in a very, very well way. Um, I think the biggest gripe on this, and we'll definitely talk about it later when I get to um, like character development, not a huge fan of the way that they treated women in the movie. That was one of the things that stuck out to me, like very apparently, I guess with hindsight over the last 30 years. But um, I, I was very impressed with it, especially like I did not have high expectations for an anime from the eighties. Uh, did not have, you know, I had a pretty low bar going into it, but it, it exceeded it in a lot of ways. So I enjoyed it. I'm excited to, you know, dive deeper into each category. I think there are some areas where it just absolutely excelled and it's going to get great scores. And I think there are certain areas where I'm going <laughs> to attack it pretty hard. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Hunter, what did you think? Uh, I, I really liked it. So I watched it for the first time about a week and a half ago, and that's when I talked to David about it. So I rewatched it this week, and the first time I watched it, I thought, one, what do you, yeah, guys both said, looks incredible. Um, absolutely looks amazing. But I struggled to follow the story. It ended, and I was like, okay, I understand this, but they touched on certain characters like Ryu that they did not really dive into that much, and he seemed really important at the start. 
when um when when they had the child and he said go find Ryu and I'm thinking oh my gosh this guy's a big character and then nothing really happens with him you get to understand a little bit but not too much and so after I watched the first time I found out that the manga is seven volumes long and each volume is about 300 pages and there is so much more story than they showed in the two hours of the movie so um after watching a ton of videos explaining the story i went back and i watched it last night and it made a ton more sense and i was just thoroughly impressed with i know a later rating is profoundness is talking about so much of the deeper themes with talking about um how tokyo was and how japan was after world war ii um, with with the bombings in uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and um, also with how they were with their rise to power when talking about um, the auto industry, and um, I, that was shown with uh, when uh, shoot, I'm blanking. Oh, oh, the scene when he gets his arm blown off and it becomes metal. That was um, I know that that was a little bit of showing of how Japan has morphed into sort of the technology and auto industry a little bit. I also, fun fact, talking about Studio Ghibli, uh, I was so amazed by the animation that I looked up, why, like how it was so good. And so normal movies are shot in 24 frames per second. And normally anime movies are animated on 12 frames to save money and because 24 frames is a lot to animate. You do you animate 24 frames a second. That is a lot of work to go into a movie. So Studio Ghibli normally uh, animates on 12s, while this movie was animated full 24 frames a second. So it had everything that a normal live-action movie would have. And I was absolutely blown away by that. And watching the starting scene again with the... Uh, with the when they go into the bar and the disc drops and then that motorcycle chase was just so rad awesome thank you hunter all right beard what you got yeah okay so um it was after i initially watched this movie it was kind of hard to articulate what i thought of it um i had to like i had to sit on it for a couple days um and i guess like the best the best thing i could come up with is that this movie was incredibly complex um there was there's just like so many things going on and about halfway through i like wrote down in my notes i'm like i have no idea where this movie is going to go <laughs> like i could could not even give the slightest prediction how it's going to end um which turned out to be true because it, it was not what yeah. i expected whatsoever um that being said i i did enjoy it um it was it was an interesting movie. Um, like Chad said, it's not, it, I, I, I'm like very new to anime. This is like, I've never really seen a lot of movies like this before, nor have I even seen Blade Runner. Um, so I didn't even have like that frame of reference. Um, but it, it was definitely very interesting. And like, although I was like kind of confused at first, like the more I read about it, the more I like understood like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's what that meant. Um, or like, these are the things that they were trying to convey. Um, which I think kind of goes along sometimes with a, with a foreign film. Um, you sometimes it merits uh, reading into it a little bit more to understand what they were trying to intend because maybe these things aren't like obvious to our culture. Um, but but I but I did like it quite a lot. Um, like you guys said, it was it was very visually impressive, um, and I know it was a highly influential movie, um, which I myself appreciate um, when I watch the films. Um, so yeah, I, I, I liked it quite a bit. Awesome. All right. Um, well, my first impressions were, honestly, my first impressions of this movie were from Hunter and, and Beard because, uh, <laughs> they're the first people who told me about it. Hunter was like so stoked about it that it made me want to watch it. And then I get a text from Beard after he watched it going, Man, that shit was freaky. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, ah, man, now I don't know what to expect. So I didn't really, I didn't want to watch or read anything in advance. I just knew the, the like the title picture of the motorcycle, and I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, it's I knew that it was 24 frames a second, so I was like just watching that beautiful animation the entire time, um, and that that is truly a, a spectacle to behold. But otherwise, I just found this movie super. I mean, maybe it's the fact that I was watching it at like 1 a.m. in the morning, but I was just not interested in following through to the end of this movie. Um, I felt like the characters, like 
were pretty flat and other things like that just i mean and then the ending i didn't really feel like you know it was a payoff or anything like that maybe i just didn't really care about tetsuo but um he like he seemed like he was going to have this desire to ride the bike at the beginning and then he didn't really follow through on that i don't know Maybe that doesn't make sense, but I'll, I'll follow up on that later. All right. Um, okay. So basically the way this is going to work is we're going to go through uh, 10 ratings um, based on enjoyability, overall plot, character development, etc. And uh, we'll go through and kind of each one of you will get a chance to, you know, give your rating and then we'll kind of discuss why you got that rating. And if there's any like major disagreements, we can like kind of discuss those out. Um, so the first rating is enjoyability. Um, why does everyone go around and say what they rate enjoyability on a scale of one to ten? Start with uh, start with Hunter. I'd give it, I'd give it probably eight and a half, nine out of ten. I'll stick with the nine actually because I think that even if you don't necessarily um, follow the story quite well, which I know is a big problem, if I, I mean I had it. Uh, at the first time I watched it, if you don't have any backstory, again, it's so much story to fit into a two-hour movie that it looks absolutely beautiful. And to think that this was in 1988, even even more incredible. And the action sequences were just badass. They were so sweet. I mean, the the fight between Kaneda and Tetsudo was epic. Um, just the the gritty scene um, near the middle of the movie when they're breaking into the hospital, Kaneda. Is, is with the team going in there. That was just epic. And also, this thing was, as well, gory. That's another thing that surprised me at the start, um, was you just saw just the bullets just ripping through, um, ripping through everyone. And overall, I think if you even don't follow the story, that's just a movie to watch and sit it on. Looks beautifully and a ton of fun scenes. Awesome. All right, Colin. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I kind of got lost in the middle. Like, I feel like I wouldn't say drag is the correct word, but I got disengaged, I feel like. Um, I feel like it was really gripping at the beginning. Um, and I think the end, the ending kind of carries it as well. But the middle part, I, don't, I feel like the I mean, obviously, you can see from the outset, that the characters are like gritty, very like outsiders, -y, you know, like kind of a street gang. Um, but that wasn't enough for me to be like super engaged with it. And also I think Chad's point where they're not super great towards the women and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like if they die, I don't really give a crap. Um, so yeah, I think, I don't know. Like, uh, I think the audience for this movie, like if I'm trying to show this movie to someone else other than myself, um, it wouldn't be the first anime it would show them, um, doing research like around it. I know it's like super impactful on uh, anime's prevalence within the West. Like it kind of was the one of the first films have crossover appeal outside of Japan. But if I, let's say I saw someone who was just like a normal uh, standard, like American moviegoer, I would probably show them like Studio Ghibli before I would show them this, unless I know they love like, I don't know, Blade Runner, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino movies, something like that. Um, like, I could see someone that likes Reservoir Dogs would love this movie, just because it's, like, hyper-violent. You don't know exactly what's going on, but you, like, if you like it for the style over necessarily the substance, then that's all all good. Um, but, I, yeah, I'd probably say seven. Um, I'd say, like, it's not a movie that's unenjoyable, but um, I'm not reaching towards uh, this movie when I want to, you know, watch something casual. But if I if I'm specifically in the mood for, like, a... 1980s synth pop like you know motorcycle bike affair <laughs> i think the style of it's incredible i love like the outfits and the i think that's a different bullet point though i might be getting ahead of myself yeah okay all right thanks colin um chad what do you think on enjoyability um yeah i know there are a few things that i think about when i think about enjoyability um one of them the big one for me is just how engaged I am the whole way through it. And I, I lean a little bit more towards Colin's opinions on this. It wasn't that there were any points where I was disinterested or stopped paying attention, but there were definitely points throughout the movie where it was like, I felt okay checking my phone. And if I missed what happened over the next minute, like I'm sure it'll be okay. Um, 
wasn't disengaged, but it's just it goes so quickly, and they you can tell they're fitting a lot of source material into a very short time because there is just never a point in the movie where it feels like you can take a second to breathe because it feels like you are just going, 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 going nonstop. And during a movie that can start to feel a little bit exhausting. If you're just like, it feels like every single second they're packing so much stuff into it. It can feel as though you're like trying to sprint a marathon and something like this. So uh, that was a little bit tough for me because there were a few points where it was just like, I need to take a second and just like chill. Like so much is going on. There's so much action. Like I need a second for like myself to breathe from this movie. Um, as I mentioned, not a huge fan of, of how they treated the women in the movie. I'll talk about that in like character development though. Um, and then, I mean, the, it was beautiful. I did enjoy watching it. Um, I try to consider, like, rewatchability when I think about how enjoyable a film was. And I would, I would watch this movie probably a couple more times. Um, but I think that might not be because I enjoyed it. That might be because I want to try and actually understand everything that happened in the, in the film. And there was just so much. And um, it would take a few watches to really, to really grasp everything that happened. And so I would... I would lean more towards, I'm thinking like a six. I, I wouldn't rewatch it again and again and again because I love this movie so much. Um, but I would give it a few more watches. It was absolutely beautiful to watch. And I would be happy to see um, all of the work and all the love that went into the movie on screen again. Um, but there are definitely a few things that I have gripes with and a few times where it just became too much and I got disengaged. So um, a little bit harder to to give it a, a really high rating since it's not something that's going to be, you know, one of my favorite movies of all time, but I think it lands solid six, definitely better than average in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Awesome. Um, all right, Beard, what do you got? Yeah. So I, I agree pretty closely with Colin and Chad on this one. Um, I, I was like between a six and a seven. Ultimately I give it a seven. Um, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it more than not, um, which is good. Um, I, I agree with, with Chad, uh, especially with like, there is a lot that they packed into a movie, which I can't really fault it since they had so much, um, like so much canon to go off of, but <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of, um, it was kind of like a critique I heard about, um, Indiana Jones and the temple of doom where there was just like, like so immense, like an immense amount of action that just like never stops that like it doesn't give the viewer like a moment to breathe. And I, I do kind of agree with that. Um, also like combated by the, by the fact that this movie was just like very jarring. <laughs> so you're just like, Whoa, like there's like all these things going on. Um, like whether it's just like, like incredibly violent or like kind of <laughs> freaky or um, like, which I was saying, like how they treat women, like when uh, like particularly the scene where, um, like Tetsuo breaks out of the hospital the first time and he's like with his girlfriend and they get like ambushed by the rival gang and they like assault his girlfriend. I was like, I was like, whoa, like that is like really messed up. I had to like, like take a second there. I was like, oh my God. Um, yeah, so, but so those things, I mean, I, I get like what they were doing. Like it's supposed to be like really um, like hit you in the face kind of thing. Like um, they like didn't hold back on anything and I get that's what they were trying to do. Um, but yeah, I, I also agree with what Chad said, it was like, I, I enjoyed this movie though. I wouldn't watch it like over and over again. It's like, I, I enjoyed it as, um, kind of a, um, like a, his, um, like an, like a influential piece that like everybody should watch, but like not necessarily enjoyable to watch over and over. And I, and I definitely, um, keep those two things separate. Um, very often I, I don't, uh, merge those at all. So yeah, like I, I would say uh, a seven overall. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I might get, I might get, uh, you know, some hurt feelings for this, but I think I gave it a five. <laughs> I just, I mean, honestly, I, again, it could have been that I was watching it super late, but I just kept thinking like, man, when is this going to end? Like I, didn't really I mean I at first I actually gave this movie a seven on enjoyability or yeah enjoyability and I was like and then I was going through the other ratings and I was like man this it's not really a seven is it it's just kind of lower than that um I felt like I said earlier the character development and and, and you know 
again, that could be to the point that, you know, there's a lot of source material that they were trying to fit in. Um, and then there were a lot of fight scenes and stuff like that. But I just felt like that maybe I wanted it to go deeper on stuff like the protesting and, and like the societal unrest that was more of a backdrop than like the central piece. And I felt like, you know, that was great for world building, but I felt like that was the story I really wanted to see, not the story of guy who can't control his exploding powers and motorcycle guy, you know? So like th that was kind of like why I gave it a five. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I mean, the group is pretty mixed on this, but that's, that's kind of cool. I like that. Uh, we all felt kind of differently about that. Um, does anyone have any, have any, uh, does anyone want to challenge me <laughs> on my five? I'm not going to challenge you on that, but I, I agree with you. I feel like if I grew up watching like Dragon Ball Z or something, you know, like more traditional fight anime, um, I think I would get more enjoyment out of it. But to me, it's just like, even if it's really good, it's like, if it's a really high quality, like, I don't know, wine, but I don't really like wine, like then it's mm -hmm. like whatever, you know? So yeah. like, I, I think I agree. Like if they delve more deeply into like the cultural impacts of, like living in a future that's that violent, I think that'd be really cool. But they just kind of be, kind of did like window dressing, where it was like, oh, this looks really cool, and like it's beautifully oh, yeah. animated, but that's yeah. not really the substance I want, dude. And you know what? I was actually just we I watched this movie with Sammy, my fiance, um, but uh, I, I, I threw that detail in there for the for the one podcast listener we've got. <laughs> <laughs> my just mom sprinkle that in there real um, quick. yeah <laughs> so uh so basically i'm just saying like you brought up studio ghibli which is you know i think a great comparison because they're one of those studios that put out a lot of anime movies as opposed to just like anime tv shows um but you know we were talking about it because sammy and i have watched a few anime movies and we can't think of a single one that wasn't weird <laughs> like <laughs> like they all have just you know, some weird aspects of it with, with Ghibli, like, you know, even Spirited Away, which I think to be one of their more tame ones, and maybe I'm wrong, but, um, you know, there's just some weird stuff going on in that movie. Um, no spoilers here, because this is not about, stu or about Spirited Away, but, um, you know, there's just, like, anime for Americans, I feel like is just going to be weird. Like, maybe that's just my hot take, but I think that's just the way it is. Um, so, Sorry. There you go, go. I was going to say, one, one, I've never actually seen a Studio Ghibli movie. Um, so I'm interested to, to watch one in the future. But that's what I thought was so interesting, is that obviously this movie is very polarizing, especially for people that don't watch anime. And so this was, re this was a theatrical release, and really the first time that anime um, was, was shown in the West, and that it was wildly popular. And I'm just thinking 1988, obviously that's very tough to empathize with and kind of go to that time period. But imagine people in 1988 going to the theaters and you're, you're used to seeing the traditional animated movie for kids and you go in and you're saying, okay, Akira, it's an R-rated animated movie and you go in and you watch this and you're used to seeing Disney and all this stuff and you see this. And I just, um, I was just thinking, wow, that's really interesting how, um, sort of on the point that you were saying how anime um especially from that time it's a little polarizing a little different than what we're used to and i sort of wonder i wonder what people who saw it for the first time in theaters then were thinking when they saw all of this stuff yeah dude <laughs> imagine going to a theater oh my gosh <laughs> wow 2020 am i right all right uh, okay um all right so let's move on to plot um, okay, I, I'll go first. Uh, I gave this a six on plot. Don't get me wrong. I gave this movie some high scores on some of the later categories, but the first couple, um, I just wasn't really following the plot. And, and again, like, I think that's part of because I wanted to see more of what we weren't showing. Um, but like, I don't know, I feel like the plot just kind of skipped around to a lot of different places and... A lot, and then a lot of the characters, because of the lack of time to develop them, became very one-sided. Um, and, 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 like, the fact is, you can normally, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like in a good movie or a well-written plot, 
Actually, no, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing I'm completely wrong. So <laughs> I was going to say in a normal movie, you can predict the ending, but actually that's completely wrong. So you know what? Take that back. Um, but I'm going to stick with six. So that's from me. All right. What do you, what do you got, uh, Chad? Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I'm pretty close to where you're at. I think, I think the plot had some really strong points. I really liked the overall concept for it and where it went and the whole experimentation and like an average person gets caught up in that and they go on this incredible journey. Um, and you have, you know, kind of a hero in the story rising up from pretty much unknown backgrounds and it's not really the government or the anti-government people that end up being, you know, these huge forces in it. It's really like kind of average people that are, you know, really caught up in this huge world changing event. Um, so I enjoy that idea of the plot. Um, I go the opposite direction when it comes to you in the world building. I think the story would have benefited from just leaving all of that on the cutting room floor and really focusing in on the characters. Um, I don't, I don't think they struck a great balance going with the world building and the character development. I think they should have gone all in in one direction. Um, you, you sprinkle in some of this world building stuff and it's really interesting. You wonder like, why are these people protesting? What's these new tax reforms from the old prime minister and what is causing yeah. <laughs> all this poverty? Like there's so much stuff and you're like, I want to know all of these things, but clearly that's not the focus of the movie. That's just the backdrop for it. Um, and I think he, if honestly, if that stuff had been left out, I would have been a little bit more invested in the characters. I think there would have been more time to develop them, more time to get connections. And I think the story would have benefited from that overall, um, which sucks because that stuff is really interesting and it's, it's some of the most interesting concepts that the film has. So um, I think they just, again, they suffered from having too much um, and not enough time to tell the story that they you know, clearly wanted to tell. Um, which is not, you know, not their fault. You know, movies are typically only so long. You only have so much time before the audience loses focus and expects the movie to be over. So you've got to fit what you can in. But I, I think that's a solid six. I think it's better than average. Great concept. Really interested to see how it progressed and the way that it was told. I liked, but again, I think it was a, it was a victim of its own source material. And there was just so much they tried to cram in. There's no. You know, you, you couldn't get a single thread. There were so many threads that you wanted to follow. It was tough to to really commit to one and really be like, I'm I'm really into this and I want to know where this is going. I can't wait to see how this ends because there's just, there's 50 of those things, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, when they brought up the tax reforms, I was like, wait, the government actually does something in this world? Like, <laughs> I was kind of <laughs> impressed. I was like, dude, I feel like they don't exist. All right. Uh, I know. There's a whole, there's a oh, whole coup d'etat in the. Um, no, you're good. I was like, there's a whole coup d'etat in the movie that was like two seconds of the actual. I, plot. I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. This dude just overthrew a government and installed yeah. a military dictatorship, and we're not even going to talk about it. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that, the coup was like not emphasized at all. <laughs> no. So, yeah. six, you know. Yeah. All right, Colin. What do you think? Uh, yeah, probably. I would give it a five just because I feel like I was pretty disengaged. Um, but similar notes to you guys, just like they attempted too much. I think it would have been good. Obviously, you can tell it's a manga or uh, I think, yeah, that's how you say call them, right? Um, yeah, it would have been cool. Blamed on the internet for that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would have been cool if it was a miniseries, you know, like if it was like, a, I don't know, like a Watchmen style or Umbrella Academy, right, where they have multiple... Uh, episodes to kind of flesh out these bits where they only really talked about it sparingly so then you could see the character development over like you know 10 hours of work opposed to the two but i think that might have been just their inability to animate that much and that's the style of the 80s right it's movies i bet you know there wasn't a lot of uh made for tv like uh miniseries that much other than probably like roots or something mm-hmm. uh, in that time period so I yeah. completely understand why they did that, but I, like I said, like either figure it out and, <laughs> you know, really <laughs> cut a lot to make it a better movie or, you know, it's weird when they're trying to like wishy-wash stick in the middle and not really good at either. So mm-hmm. yeah, give it a five. Cool. Hunter, what did you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like I'm a record player now, kind of being repetitive with you all, but I, I gave it a six. <laughs> I was, I was thoroughly like you all mentioned, disappointed that they didn't dive more into 
certain points, the the coup. I know that um, in in the manga that Lady Miyako plays a very large role in the story, and that was we just saw her a couple times. In, is she the psychic in, girl? Uh, no, Lady Miyako is uh, the older woman who uh, I, I was a part of the was a part of the coup, leading like always praying and. Uh, I can I share my screen? Oh, that person! Oh, the one who fell on the bridge. Uh, I think so. If you look her up, you you you'll see a picture. Yeah, of the one the one who was like basically praising Akira. Yes, the one like praising Akira, lead, leading yeah leading whole, the whole praise. Of Akira. She apparently plays a huge role in the story. And if you notice, she, they showed her a lot. They showed her a couple times, and and it felt like they wanted to tell more about her. Yeah. Just didn't oh, wow. have time, and I, I there were so many things I wanted to know more about that. I wanted to know more about Tetsuo's relationship with Kaori. Yes, I was like, yeah, "What is the point of this girl? Yeah. Like, where is she coming from?" Yeah, exactly. He he bro- he breaks out breaks out of the hospital where he, where he's being held. First thing he goes is to see her and says, "We got to get out of here." I'm like, "Okay, well, obviously you two have something going on, but why? How did this start? Why 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 is she just so important to you in the first place?" Yeah, and, why does he go to this stadium like craziness? Yeah, it was just um I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to know more about Kay. She seemed like such an important character, um, especially teaming up with Canada and of course her and Ryu and, and their organization. And we just didn't get a lot of that. And I was very disappointed um that again, building on the points said earlier, that I wish there was more world building, more backstory um than necessarily furthering the plot i was able to connect with tetsuo on the aspect of he felt that he was always being saved by canada and that he wasn't really treated the same as everybody else and as a grown-up and sort of the fact of i can handle myself i can i can do this i can ride i can ride your bike i'm good enough to do that i'm good enough to defend myself yeah Um, power and he's so angry and he's just wants to be able to use the power to be able sort of to prove himself to Canada, but overall, just because of the points that they didn't cover, um, I'm with you in the book of. I'm probably going to give it a. I, I'd give it the six. Cool. All right, Beard. What do you think? Yeah. So everything everybody said, it pretty much sums up what I think as well. Um, I gave it a six overall because um, I thought it was the plot was interesting and unique and very novel, which I appreciated. I've never seen anything like it. Um, however, it was confusing. Um, I think um, the breadth of content they were covering was, you know, um, good and bad. It was um, impressive that they were trying to convey so much, but also bad because they did not necessarily effectively communicate all of it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, not much more to say than what you guys have already said. Um, so six overall. All right. Let's just go through everyone's scores. So, uh, Chad, why don't you go first? Just read the rest of your scores if you okay. haven't. Um, I'm going to do them on the fly. Um, character <laughs> development, definitely a one. Weakest part, oh. definitely a lot of gripes about it. Um, <laughs> acting, I watched the dub version. And oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to give it like an eight. I thought they did a fantastic job with that. I was like really blown away with how energetic the characters were, with how the actors were um with how they dubbed it really great job uh cinematography i i think we've all said it like absolutely love the way that they shot stuff so i'm gonna give that a solid eight as well special effects i think is a 10 i mean just like we've said almost perfect in that regard soundtrack um five i didn't notice anything special nothing that i absolutely loved nothing that i absolutely hated i thought it was average it never swelled never really dipped um impact a nine, I know it had a huge influence, so it definitely deserves praise for that. Profoundness, I'm going to give a seven. I know it touched on some higher topics, but never really dove super deep into them. Um, and then artistry, I think, is is another seven. Above average, I have some really beautiful stuff. Definitely some points that I enjoyed, uh, but nothing that I thought was like, wow, this is the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. Awesome. All right, thanks, Chad. Uh, Colin, do you have your score? I do. So I'll just run it down real quick. Let me pull up the list. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, in that time, actually, maybe Hunter, do you want to go first? Give it. Hunter, you're on mute. <laughs> uh, like I said uh, at the first two, um, enjoyability gave it a nine because um, I, 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 what you said earlier, Colin, I actually grew up on Dragon Ball Z. So uh, I, you hit it right on the nail that I, I grew up with 90s anime. So this was, I felt right at home watching this. Um, so enjoyability nine, overall plot six, uh, character development in the same, same boat. Uh, I gave it a six. I felt like, you know, they touched the, just the overall surface of all the characters, especially with, um, especially with, uh, Takashi, Kyoko, and I'm blanking on the other, the other dude, precog guy in the, who floated in the chair. We knew nothing about them. We knew absolutely nothing about them. And I would have loved to know more. Uh, all we know is that they have powers. Um, they 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 look young yet old, and um, they have precog abilities. That On top of that, they have all these high numbers like twenty six, twenty five, and you're like, what happened to the other twenty th- something people? Like what? Mm-hmm. I thought they would show more of them, but they never mm-hmm. did. Yeah, I wanted that too. Yeah, I also would love to see more backstory on Akira because it, you know movies named after Akira would have loved to know a little bit more about him and his story so gave character development six acting um I thought was really great gave that an eight um fun fact in most anime in most anime the voice is given beforehand at least and I might be wrong on this in this movie everything was animated beforehand and the voice actors had to go in both uh both uh traditional uh, Japanese voice acting and the dubbed version had to go in and work with how the mouse were moving. So I was thoroughly impressed. Oh wait, no, I might be wrong. I might have it the other way around. Yes, I do. They did. Vo- I, I want to say they did the voice acting first. I wish I didn't say that point because I might have completely botched it. Um, <laughs> but I, I gave that an eight anyway. Cinematography, give it a nine. As we said, um, we thought that was great. And special effects gave that a 10 as well as the artistry. I thought both were stunning. Um, the lights behind the motorbike, that alone was just mm. such a great touch. Absolutely beautiful. Sure. Um, soundtrack, similar to before, gave that a six. Thought it, I thought it fit each scene well, but I, I'm not sitting here trying to listen to it on Spotify or thinking about it. And um, Impact, I gave that a 10 because knowing of what happened afterwards with that this launched the uh, Japanimation, the Japanimation era in in the u.s and that this is what brought a lot of anime over i thought that was huge and then impact and profoundness i gave it i'm going in between a seven and an eight because um i know that i have to research more to understand the true story and i know there's a lot more there um and it definitely made me think and want to learn more about the true meaning of the movie after watching it and i think that if a movie makes you do that um that it's definitely definitely has an impact and that there's a lot there cool i agree with that colin yep so the um for overall plot i gave it a three um for character what did i say sorry my bad uh character development i gave a three sorry jump down um and then for acting i gave it a seven um just to echo the same points that you guys were saying i thought um, yeah, they were able to convey and they had a lot of motion in their um, performances. I mean, it's difficult to say like how good they're acting for anime, so you have to do it entirely based on their voice, and I thought they did a pretty great job doing that. Cinematography, I thought it was gorgeous, along with special effects, which I feel like isn't as important here. Kind of, So I kind of wrapped it into um, that along with the artistry, which is later on, but uh, soundtrack gave it a six. Um, I thought it was cool, but like I said, it's not something I'm going to go seeking out afterwards. Um, historical impact, um, I think we definitely touched upon. It's a cornerstone within Japanese animation, and it was like kind of the gateway to the West, along with um, profoundness for me personally. Um, I gave it a six. Um, and lastly, uh, artistry, um, I gave it a nine just because I love the kind of 80s neo-futuristic um, but still like kind of gritty aesthetic. I thought that was really cool. Um, I think that definitely paved the way for a lot of future um, things as well. But maybe I'm just a sucker for like 80s aesthetic things. 
Hmm. Did you give a score for cinematography, special effects, and impact? Yeah, so I gave it a nine uh, for cinematography. Um, I gave it a. I think I also gave it a nine for special effects because I I just didn't feel like it was that uh, different for anime, but I, I just thought it was gorgeous and I loved the way they did uh, a lot of the lighting. And then what did I say for? Did they say for soundtrack? I missed. Impact. Soundtrack. I gave it a six. No impact. Or impact. I gave it a nine. Nice. Yep. All right. Dope. All right, uh, Beard. What'd you What'd you think? Yeah. So let's see. Um, yeah. So again, seven for enjoyability, six for plot, um, character development. I give it a three, like Colin. Um, because you like we said, it's there was really not much character development whatsoever. Um, but I did at least appreciate that they um at least kind of went into some backstory about the. Um, the extra sensory perception kids um, and like showed the flashback when they were younger, like in that school, like back in the original Tokyo. Um, I mean, it wasn't much, but at least it was something. Um, so I at least appreciated that. And they also went into Tetsuo's backstory at least a little bit. Um, so I give it a three. Um, acting, okay. So I watched the subtitle version, not the dub version. Um, mm. So it was even harder for me to like judge their acting because I like didn't know what they were saying, um, but um, but I did read that like the 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 dubbed version was really well done, um, and it's not like you guys agreed. So I, for the benefit of the doubt, I gave it a seven. Andrew, um, can I cut in you real quick? Yeah, go um, sure. I read the original one I watched like a few months ago was the English dub version, um, but then I couldn't find it again, so I watched the French <laughs> version of it. On <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, it sounded great regardless. They, they still did a good job, but I thought it was so funny. So I, maybe I messed up my plot point as well because I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't really follow this." But now looking back on it, I'm like, "Oh, I was, I was watching the French version with no subtitles on double speed." So. Yeah, geez. <laughs> that is <Double> awesome. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Trailing the train. laughs> um, yeah, cinematography. I gave it a seven. Um, I I do like I do think that's very different than um, like special effects and artistry. So, like those other two categories were much higher, but like cinematography, I do think they did progress the story pretty well with with their visuals. Um, I also think there was probably some like. Um, I don't know, like visual symbolism that I probably missed just because like of a cultural difference. Um, so I kind of wanted to investigate that a little bit more. Um, special effects, I give it a 10 for all the reasons we've already said. Um, it, it was really very impressive animation. Um, soundtrack, I gave it a six, um, you know, slightly above average. Um, it was kind of like mystic and techno. Um, which, you know, I, I did take note of. Um, a lot of times I don't take much note of the soundtrack at all. Um, so I, I did think that enhanced the story a little bit. Um, Impact, I gave it a 10 for, again, a lot of the same reasons. Um, highly influential anime film. Um, profoundness, I give it an 8 um, because, like you said, even though they didn't end up like delving a lot into these themes, um, I read in a blog post later that they kind of summed it up and said, Akira explores themes of disaffected youth, corruption in government, rampant religious zealotry. Nuclear energy caused telekinesis, destruction, and rebirth. And I'm just like, wow, there's just there's like so many different things that they like touched on um, that I like have not seen many films that <laughs> that like encompass that many different themes. So I I appreciated it for that. So I give it an eight. Um, and artistry, I, I give it a nine for a lot of the same reasons as the special effects. Um, just the the highly detailed city scheme, city scenes. Um, and like the, like the highly detailed like decay of the city and and like overgrown, rusted, um, I, I thought that was, um, and and also because it was 1988 and it was before computer graphics, like that that every scene was like individually drawn, like that was, I, I just couldn't get over it. It was, it was very impressive. Um, so wait, should I like share the overall score? We'd like reveal that at the end. Wait, so yeah, uh, you can share your overall overall score. That'd be actually. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So that I was. I can't um, do math. 
no, it's all good. So, so all those things combined um, <laughs> came out to 73 overall, which um, for me was pretty good. Like I, for, for anybody who didn't already know, I like Chad and I rated like all our favorite movies, our senior year of college um, on the same scale. And, and I, it's not all I our what, favorite movies. It's every movie. <laughs> you rated every movie you've ever seen. I, I like cut it down a little bit to just like the ones I would at least consider. Um, so that for me, that was 180 movies. Um, Chad, I know you did like hundreds of movies, which is like insane. But anyway, um, so with a score of 73, that would put Akira at, um, let's see, at a ranking of 61 on my dang, list. So dang. that's, that's, that's actually high. like, high. like I, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised. Like looking back, I was like, I don't know if I should like modify that score at all because like there's so many movies that like got rated below Akira that I was like actually I like these movies better than I like. I say, but... Andrew, it's The Shining's like one above it, and I know you love that movie. That's true. That is true. Um, <laughs> I feel like and... honestly, with my ratings, and I'll get to that in a second, but I feel like cinematography and special effects were so hard to distinguish in this rating process, and I don't know, maybe that's just because it's an anime movie, right? Mm-hmm. So that, well, yeah. that definitely contributed. And well, artistry. Okay, so yeah, that's that, that is true because I I did give a really high ratings in artistry and um what is it special effects? Yeah, like I I, I might knock it down a little bit in cinematography because I I do want to make a distinction there. It's like cinematography is like at least in the scope of our ratings. Like I consider it like progressing your story through like some visual like blocking set design whatever um and it's not necessarily like the quality of your visual um like an example would be like for anybody who's watched after the last airbender where they have like shots of zuko and like when he's like just you know like considering like hunting the avatar and like um betraying iroh they'll show like the scarred side of his face but when he's like considering like helping the avatar and like doing good they show like the unscarred side of his face like it's it's those kinds of things that i would like attribute to cinematography mm-hmm. whereas you know but it, but it doesn't have to do necessarily with like the special effects or the animation or something like that so right yeah That's so should you like should we take out maybe like one of these ratings you know and like have it be out of uh, 90 out of a instead of out of 100 and just like average it, or <laughs> but then it wouldn't think, be a round number. <laughs> I think this works for now. Um, I mean, I, I think we can always like adjust it later. Um, but yeah, go ahead and add up your scores and share them with me or with us. <laughs> David, the god of this, that's Skype right. <laughs> Give me uh, I, I, Show I me what you got. I got, I got an 85 overall with everything I added. Um, Ooh. Uh, I'm really interested um, hearing how just the other movies that you all rated on this scale, hearing that this ranks one below The Shining, and uh, just one understanding that all your there's no way you could have watched just a hundred. Mo- did you watch all the movies that you rated, or did you rate them by memory? Do you not have the the spreadsheet? No, I yeah, I, you do. It was it's in the chat. It was no, no, no. But I was I, by I requested memory. access, and um, I don't oh. think you guys want to give me access. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, I didn't <laughs> see that. Sorry. Here, I'll, I'll grant you access. <laughs> it's all good. The T. All right. Um, so I'll go ahead and give my scores real quick. So again, I gave it a five on enjoyability and a six on plot. I gave it a five on character development, and honestly, I feel like it's one of those things where I was skewed. Once I heard Chad give it a one on character development, I kind of reconsidered my ratings, so I might have to go adjust. But I think everyone kind of gave it low on character development, which is fair given the fact that they were squeezing so much content into such a short period of time, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, acting, I gave it a four. I watched the dubbed version, and I know you guys were like, yeah, the energy was there, but I just felt like maybe it was just the lines, the way they were written, but there were just so many lines where they were like, and then the... <laughs> oh my gosh, not the... And you're like, oh my god, finish your sentences. Why are you yeah, just okay, trailing it did, off? It did trail off a lot. <laughs> it's not like they were just trailing off to be cut off by somebody else. It's like they just trailed off and then there was just silence. Like, I'm like, get out of here with this silence right now. Like, Well, I mean, okay, but wasn't that the writing more than the acting? Well, yeah, it was the writing, but also, like, the way it was acted, I think. You know, I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I kind of thought 
they could have trailed off better. I don't know. It just, it, it just, it, it made me, it took me out of the movie, which to me is like, I think if your acting takes me out of the movie, then that's not <laughs> ideal. So, um, cinematography, I, you know, I gave it a 10, but I think, I'm, again, I'm going to reconsider that a lot. First of all, again, the cinematography really took me out of the movie. Maybe it's just because I don't like films that are just super dark just to be dark. Like, there was like three scenes in this movie that were shot in the daylight, and um, and only one of them had scenes that I noticed that like had a window. I mean, that was like open to the daylight, and it was a scene where uh, where Kai and and Canada were in jail, um, and then like pretty much, I just feel like movies that are dark just to kind of create atmosphere it kind of takes me out because I'm like, that's not how the real world is. You know, it's not like even in a super dystopian society, there would still be days, mm-hmm. you know, like the, it's not like the sun went away. So I don't know. It's just, that kind of takes me out of it. So they're only out at night because they're gang members. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like all <laughs> the scenes for like, I, and the movie went on for at least a month because it started in, it started on like July 16th, I think. And then there were posters for like August 21st in one of the March scenes. So I know that it was like, you know, it spanned a decent amount of time. Um, basically, yeah. So that the cinematography comes with me out. So I probably lower that to like a seven. Um, and then the special effects, definitely a 10. Um, the soundtrack, I gave it a seven. I mean, you guys rated it mostly sixes and fives. I think that um, it was pretty good. And then there, like towards the end, there was actually a song. It was like, ah, ki, ra, ah, and I was like, oh, oh, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I liked it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I gave it a 10 for impact. But again, that, I feel like that's just because of how hyped Hunter was about the impact of this movie. Like when he was telling me about it, I was like, oh, dang, this is such an impactful movie. I couldn't shake that feeling the entire time. Um, and then I gave it a seven for profoundness. Um, like kind of what beard was saying it was pretty packed um with a lot of profoundness almost overpacked which is why it gets a seven um and then artistry of course a 10 those motorbike trails epic um you know being in 24 frames per second um pretty sweet all right so honestly okay comparing across the scores i got a total of 74 by the way which is only one point off for beer which i think is kind of cool because we didn't rate everything the same um, Chad and Colin, did you guys add up your scores? Yeah, so I got a, a 70. Uh, which I, I'm, yeah, 7 out of 10, I would probably give it that. Um, I think this movie is, I wouldn't say divisive, but I say it's like it's definitely a long dividing line. If you're like in the anime crowd, you love it. And if you're not in the anime crowd, it's it's something like gets lost on you i feel like right like if you buy into it i feel like you would really enjoy it and i see why but um as someone who's kind of an outsider to anime and uh, my only real experiences with my uh my junior year roommate really into dragon ball z so we'd play it in the background (laughs) we'd be making food (laughs) so so i would watch it like occasionally and i'm like oh they're just yelling at each other and blowing things up but it's like which is fine but um yeah i yeah, if you like it, you like it, and I feel like you like it a lot, and I think you deservedly so, but as someone who isn't in that kind of uh, in-crowd, I would give it a 7, and it's not a bad movie, um, but it's it wouldn't be my first uh, out of the anime. If I ever feel you know in the mood for anime, it wouldn't be the first one I'd reach for. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Chad? Yeah, I don't know if you wrote mine down. I didn't as I was going through and writing them offhand. So. I did. I wrote them down. You gave a... Uh... Oh, okay. You want me to add them up for you? <laughs> okay. You can, re- you can read them back to me and I'll add them up. I don't mind. I just, uh, I just didn't write them down so I can't do addition. Uh, yeah, I can't do that fast. Um, you gave it somewhere in the range of between 70 and 80. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That works for me. I mean, based on based on what I remember about my rankings, I think that would put it somewhere probably in the two hundreds, which I think is pretty pretty solid for what I would expect. Um, I was definitely a tale of two stories for me. The there was not much that I would go out and say, "Oh, I absolutely love this movie; it was my favorite thing ever." 
but mm-hmm. I think it scored very, very highly in the way that it was done, the impact that it had, the story that it was trying to tell. And it, I think it deserves credit and earned credit in those areas. Um, definitely suffered in some, but you know, I think it earned an, an appropriate score. It's not going to get anywhere close to cracking some, some high level rankings on, on my list, but um, <laughs> it's definitely going to be at the top of the list when it comes to certain categories. Um, and I think it deserves credit for, for really changing the game when it comes to, animation and anime and the way that it's seen in America and just the way that it's done. I mean, you can tell that, you know, when a filmmaker wants to make a quality movie, they go out and they make something like this and that, that deserves credit. So, yeah, that's a good point. Okay. So I feel like we were all actually very aligned on most things. Um, you know, so there's one thing I definitely want to talk about before we sign off for the day. We can make it quick. Um, but it's just, I think we need to go deeper on the character development. Um, calling out some of these characters like dude that scientist is the most stereotypical evil government scientist i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) and he's got all the stereotypical or stereotypical equipment like i saw the one equipment that it's got the wavy lines you know it's got Mm -hmm. the little the little charts coming up and down like what does that even tell you what are you doing when you read this chart? It's going He's up and like, down. Look at this data. Yeah, let's just He's keep coming so out. Much good data. <laughs> we just need more data. He mentioned data every time he was on screen. Like that was his go-to thing. He's like, "We've got to collect more data. The data is so good." Like. Like, what data are you collecting? There's nothing hooked up to this kid. And, like he's yeah, like, true. <laughs> yeah, I and know. then like he would. And then he would see like this like spectral analysis of like these um, like patterns or waves or whatever. And he's like, I've never seen such a pattern before. (laughs) You just said it exactly how he said it. And that's the epitome of the acting in this movie. (laughs) I've never seen a pattern like this before. It's like, but he has, it was the, the funny thing is he has at the start of the movie when he, yeah. Pattern, he said, oh, this is the inverse of Akira's. And he saw that it was, he compared it to Akira's and it was just the inverse. And he's saying, oh, I've never seen it like this before. But he has. It was, I, I was like, when it, when he said that, I was like, you have seen this before. You, you yeah. on screen. <laughs> yeah. Also, I didn't get how he was recording. I didn't get what you guys said, how he was getting, when they were in the stadium, he was getting the full reading, how he was getting that. Because <laughs> it made sense at the start when he was in the hospital and everything was hooked up to him. Got it. Fully understood. But after that, when he's in the stadium and he's reaching um, his full power, I had no clue how he was pulling all that data. Unless in at that time period, you could just scan someone and just get their readings like that. Um, Come on, it's the future, guys. Like, get with <laughs> it. It's not art. The movie doesn't have to explain everything. Yes. <laughs> Okay. That's true. I guess there's more stuff to believe, such as... Um, <laughs> That's how you explain <laughs> a way of a ton of just random scrap metal and right. get a fully bionic arm right. just, just just with your, your yeah. power. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, you know what? I think we could definitely just rant about the character development and the random characters for probably an hour. So I actually really wanted to ask you guys about the ending of this movie. Like, what did you think about that? Whoever wants I to think, I, yeah, I think... Um, it was it was weird and I like didn't quite understand it at first, but like for anybody that's seen 2001 a Space Odyssey, I actually thought it was a very similar ending. Like yeah. it was kind of like um like cosmic and like apocalyptic and like oh you know here's um like this being that kind of like um has like some kind of supernatural ability and it's like being reborn um and things are kind of like starting over again. Um, and I guess that's all I can really say about it. It's like, it was just like really abstract, I, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, but I, I think I would have been like more thrown off if it, if I had never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey before, but like, since those were so similar, I was like, okay, I kind of like, I kind of get what they're, what they're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what even happened? I mean, they created a new universe, like what? And then he's able to tell that in his little machine. It's like, whoa. I don't know. It, I, 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 one, I haven't seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, so I, I, I did appreciate the cosmic ending, but it felt almost, and I, I genuinely don't know if this is what they were going for. This is just my opinion, my reaction to the ending. It was, of course, very similar to the start of the movie. So if you compare the end of the movie to the start, it's like, oh, is did they not 
shape Neo-Tokyo the right way that history repeated itself? Did they do things wrong and then history just repeated itself and now they have another chance to get it right? And if they get it wrong again, they're going to have to deal with another explosion and start over. And so that's, I kind of took it that way with how are you, when when you're starting from nothing and you have a clean slate, what are you going to do to build if it's a community, build a right community that treats each other correctly, which obviously was not displayed in the Neo-Tokyo we saw, and what are you going to do to fix what was wrong before? And I kind of took it in that sense. I think it's a good interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was interesting that like, we've got this character, Tetsuo, and then you know all these other ESP kids and Kai, like there's so many characters and yet I don't, the ending was like kind of had a lot of, well, at least four of them going off into some other universe and whatever happened to them. Um, and then also Akira who we never met, but like was referenced through the entire movie. Um, which by the way, I looked it up. Akira in, in Japanese means intelligent or bright. So that's just a little fun fact for you guys. Um, <laughs> But, I like uh, it. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I just thought, I, in comparison to like Grave of the Fireflies, which had me sobbing at the end, um, like ugly crying. This this had me feeling no emotion at all. Like I didn't feel anything for any of the characters. I just was like, okay, cool. That was a that was a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much. That was a movie. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're as like an American, I feel like it's it's difficult. I think there's something, I think we were talking about this before, about the fact that there's, within anime, there's things that we just don't pick up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm assuming there's a lot of stuff related to like World War II and nuclear weapons that we just don't get the nuances of, right? Like Grave of the Fireflies is very in your face about that. So like, I feel like that's why it resonated so much. But I feel like for this one, if it's like something adjacent or something that's not, necessarily like direct correlation but you have the same feeling that like i don't know like post-world war ii japan had to rebuild after a horrific disaster that they probably didn't fully understand because you know even the people working on the manhattan project didn't fully understand the ramifications of it maybe that they're alluding to something like that right where it's a rebirth of something weird and strange and almost cosmic but like it life moves on and obviously japan is doing great today but they had to get past one of the most horrific war related things ever right and they found a way to do that and maybe that's the the messaging from this film as well yeah that's a cool way to think about it because mm-hmm. i feel like i mean that's what the other major like japanese media right godzilla was a response to nuclear weapons right that's the destructive power of something you don't really understand just coming and destroying your sweet city mm-hmm Sorry, I think I cut off Chad there. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I agree. I think the way that they, they pay off some of the things that they set up in the movie is great in the end. Um, personally, one of the things that I, I enjoy about the ending is um, there's a scene where in the prison they're talking about um, how everything has energy in it and you know what would happen if an amoeba is given the higher functions of a human and all of those types of things and like ascending. And I really enjoyed how the ending kind of paid that off where you have you know, what happens when humans now ascend to a higher plane? Is this the next step of our evolution? They mentioned like once in the movie as well. And it's like, I think that they do a a very, I think they do a very well setting up. Like this is kind of where these things are going. Like we're, what happens when you meddle with something that is out of your control and you can definitely see how the, the nuclear undertones are kind of built into that. When you mess with something that you might not be able to control what could happen and you can see the destruction the devastation the the death that comes from that and um i think it's it's a very satisfying end even though you know it's abstract for people who haven't really seen a lot of this style of movie or this type of movie and um that's something that obviously we as viewers have to kind of come to terms with and and have a lens when we're thinking about it but I, I appreciated the way that they paid off a lot of the themes that they set up throughout the movie and the ending. So I thought, I, I liked it. I thought that they, they really kind of paid off a lot that they had been setting up, which was, you know, one of the stronger plot points, at least, or one of the stronger um, profoundness points as they got near the end there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think this movie would definitely do well for a second watch, although I don't know if I want to watch it again. Um, so that's, I mean, just based on that enjoyability score alone. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's a good way to wrap up the conversation on Akira. Thank you guys for, for joining us on this. I mean, Beard and I have loved talking about movies for the past couple of weeks, and I'm so glad to have you guys here. You each bring a very interesting perspective. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to the next couple ones we watch. So um, I don't know. We can we can text back and forth about what movie we will want to watch next. Um, this was Beard's week to choose. Typically, the next week would be my week to choose, but I'm willing to surrender that to <laughs> to one of you if you want. So um, if you have anything you want to watch, um, we can discuss. All right, thanks guys. Uh, I guess I'll see you guys later. Woohoo! <clears throat> thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.